All right, so in the script where you've got Mike first and then Mike second, which Mike am I actually? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's clear, Mike. Okay. Get your shit together. Mike, right. <laughs> oh, so much pressure reading both bits. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's okay. lazy. All right. Copy and paste fail. Anyway, here we go. Shut up. <laughs> Three, two, one. Doom Patrol. Negative Man. Elastigirl. Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mana! Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Caldell. Your beloved patrol is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the world's greatest ever Doom Patrol related podcast. Where each episode we talk long and lovingly about our all-time favourite superhero team from DC Comics, the mighty Doom Patrol. It's you. <laughs> You're shitting me, right? <laughs> Just follow the script, Mike. It's basic. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? It's very basic, I'll give you that much. <laughs> yeah. No, you can do it. You, you've got this. <clears throat> Am I meant to say both our Twitter <laughs> Gosh, amateur hour. Uh, all right, I'll do it, I'll do it. All right. Hi, Runner, I'm Paul. You can find me on Twitter at reading underscore Hicks, H-I-X, uh, where we can be found at Waiting for Doom. And, well, we personally can't be found, but electronic semblances of the stuff that we're interested in and have arranged can be found at waitingfordoom.com. Uh, you can send electronic letters or emails, as they're known these days, to waitingfordoom at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, but the podcast is on Facebook. Wilfred has some... a Facebook account, yes. W- Wilfred has a Facebook. Does he yeah. do his, an Insta? Does he share pictures of himself? Um, in... He does have an Insta, but he rarely uses that. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. And all our episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean.com, and a few other places are not Spotify. No. Bum, bum, not, Spotify. Not Spotify. You are the weakest link. Um, all right. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike. You can find me on Twitter at AvantGov. You can also find on Twitter the aforementioned Wilfred, our sentient show account. He is at WFDPod. Hello, Wilfred. Hello, humans. And this week, we are returning to uh, the latest World's Finest series, uh, starring Batman and Superman and our beloved Doom Patrol. But first, Paul, how Mike, have you... Mike, yeah, yes, Mike Paul? get the title right. Get the title right. Sorry. Bizwiff, Feet, Doom Patrol. How's that? Batman, Superman, World's Finest, or Bizwiff, as um, everyone is calling it yeah. now. Um, We're influencers like that, yeah. We are influencers, yeah. Yeah. I noticed I'm I'm wearing pale pink today. Right. um, And I noticed lots of other people are wearing it. Oh, okay. I'm actually uh, naked. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) How has your week in a bit and whatever Uh, been since we last spoke, Paul? You naked fool, you. Bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to. Well, you get you nutting up too. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not. It's uh, oh. no, no. Okay, okay. No, um, 
Ah, oh, there's a lot going on, but I want to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 remake. I think it's 2010, but who cares? I'm not going to look. Um, okay. So this is a remake. You know, familiar with Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. One, one two, Freddy is coming for you. Yes. Yeah, Fredwood knife hands. Um, and <laughs> sorry, <clears throat> you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is I. I'm guessing it's probably like the 18th Nightmare on Elm Street film, and um, yeah, it, it's I'm finding it incredibly boring. I haven't right. even finished it. I'm not, I, I almost abandoned it like uh, half an hour in. Wow. I thought, oh, it's got to have something. Going. But all right, it it's setting up a mystery, and the mystery is what's the deal with Freddy Krueger and stuff. And I'm sorry, but I've seen like 15 films where they've already covered that secret. It's yes. not a mystery. You know, even if you haven't seen these films, I don't think it's a mystery to anyone. But they're treating it like it's a mystery, and it's like, ooh, what's happening? And the kids are like, oh, why is he killing us? What's going on? I don't understand. And the parents are like, ooh, well, we can't talk about it. And it, it's not a mystery. It's freaking. It's so well known. It's public domain practically. You know, everyone in the world knows about Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. And what the deal is? It's oh, why is he killing people? We know why he's killing people. We know what he's doing. It's not a mystery at all. It's driving me nuts, Mike. Wow. Well, how are you? <laughs> Speaking of movies, I saw The Shining for the very first time on the weekend. Oh, I've never okay. actually sat down and watched it from start to finish before, but I'm aware of all the parodies and the memes yeah. and, and the, the gifs and the, the whatnot. So I've had the majority of the film spoilt for me already. <laughs> So, there would be a lot of things from pop culture that would come from that, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah there, a lot. there were. Uh, there was only one scene that was a genuine surprise. Uh, yeah. When Jack goes into uh, the bathroom of room 237. And there's a woman mm-hmm. there. I was like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, no, this isn't going to end well. No, it did not end well. Um, so that oh, was I... that was interesting viewing. Um, I, we just spent the weekend, uh, Easter weekend, down in Melbourne. Uh, visiting uh, some relatives of Kylie's, and we went to a couple of shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, so that was good. Oh, who'd you see? Who'd you see? We who'd saw see? Uh, Flo and Joan at uh, oh, okay, the yeah, Spiegel you've seen them before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we saw them uh, last time we were down yeah. in Melbourne, which was in 2019, before a certain pandemic wow. came along. And we also saw Ursula Carlson. Uh, oh, yes, yes. She is very funny, but very dirty. <laughs> She's... So right up my alley. Uh, so, so that was good. Right. Uh, and in comic-related news, I've just signed up for DC Universe Infinite, and oh my god, it's full of stars. There's so much stuff oh. on there. But nice. I'm like, yeah. I've got a couple of questions. As I saw, ooh, the Warlords listed there. Two issues. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. This is boring. There, there are some unfilled nooks and crannies, mm. so they need... You know, the yes. stack filler of comics to fill those up for us. Yes, I need um, those nooks and crannies filled, yes. But they, they will get to them, I, mm. I, like to, I like to think. So it's a race between them getting those things in there that I want to read and me dying. So who will, <laughs> who will get there first? Will we have the laser light show prepared and the smoke machines prepared? <laughs> or will yeah. DCU get all of Warlord on there? Um, but yeah, yeah. I... When, once I signed up and, and uh, I went with the annual membership, I thought I'm not going to muck around monthly. I'm going hard or going home, even though I'm sitting at home doing this. Um, 
And uh, it was that scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh my god, it's full of stars. There's just so much stuff yeah. on there. And I'm more than happy with the uh, six-month wait between newer stuff, uh, new current stuff appearing on there. I'm like, I'm fine with that. There are decades worth of stuff that I've been wanting to get to. Like Vigilante. I've always wanted to go and dive into that. Um, uh, I've, Blue... I've been reading that. I'm, I'm like six issues into that. How are you right finding now? it? Um, it's on the, it's on the computer. It's just there. Right. Are you enjoying it at all, though, <laughs> you fucking smart-ass? Hello to all the kids listening. <laughs> it, it is. It's kind of anachronistic, and it's a little bit melodramatic, yeah. and, um, yeah, I'm, it, it's, the start of it is Marv Wolfman, but I believe, uh, I'll pull Kupperberg of Doom Patrol Volume 2 fame mm. will take over at some point and I'm looking forward to that because I think he went read what the character was and went this guy's nuts and just ran, <laughs> ran with it yeah um, thank you yeah. Paul Kupperberg yeah uh, yeah but it, guess but in front it, of the show like yeah it is 1983 edginess as, yes as, yes. You, as you could guess yeah so, I, well you can't guess I don't as I, you've been told right now you have guessed yes thank you Mr. History Professor Man um I'm also looking forward to uh, diving back into the Blue Devil series. I remember reading that as a kid and just being fascinated by, oh no, he's got the devil suit grafted onto his body and he's fighting Neperos. And that's also where I first met Zatanna. And I'm talking Bughead mm. Zatanna with the Bughead yeah. dressing and yeah. always got a bit of a crush on that. Um, anyway, so yeah, exciting, yeah. exciting times uh, in the, the Garvey household here. I'm proud of you, Mike. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I, I, I have been longing for the day that DC Universe Infinite would become available here in Australia. And it did come out a couple of weeks ago, but, um, you know, bills to pay, mouths to feed. Um, if you're an Aussie and you haven't got it, I think you've got till the 28th. The 28th of this month to get yes. it at the bargain price of $65 a month. A year. A year. <laughs> 65 a month. Stay that Jesus. Price. <laughs> Gee, no, it's not. It's not Foxtel. Um, <laughs> Foxtel. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a year. So yes. yeah, if you want to get on that year, the year gig, yep. get on it now, and, and you'll keep paying that price for forever. As your life, yeah, winds as long as you continue. It. Yeah, until someone ups and downs. Until someone can the... organises the laser light show on the smoke machine for your grand yeah. send off. Yeah. In, um, in the living years, as people yeah. sang. Mm. Fucking Mike and the Mechanics. They played that song at my father's funeral, and I've handed that song ever since. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. They, they, no, it, it's fine. It's it's fine. You, you weren't tonight. You weren't there. But, um, yeah, freaking Mike and the Mechanics can frick right off. Anyway, should we move on? I'd before... like, um, I'd like Dead Eyes Open played. You know, <laughs> take their seats at... <laughs> My, you know. Before your coffin starts spinning around and the laser lights, <laughs> cool. well, that's with the final count. Final countdown, we've right. established right. that. Okay. Though so, um, I haven't costed out this uh, funeral plan, so right. we, we, we might need a Patreon or something just to, to reach. <laughs> My it, death goals. Yeah, maybe have a chat with White Lady Funerals. See what they can sort out. Yeah. yeah. they're very I understanding. Crazy laser funerals. That's yep. what I need. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. Yep. They're yeah. the ones out the front with the big inflatable man waving his arms around. <laughs> Crazy laser funerals. Yeah. Uh, Crazy laser funerals. White, white lady funerals. For those of you who don't know about white lady, they basically look like uh, a female pimp in white. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Who just 
hangs around looking sad, sad at your funeral. Um, yeah. Just because they wear wide-brimmed hats doesn't mean that they... <laughs> I, I just feel sorry for the women of colour who try to work there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Actually, on our flight back to Melbourne, which was coincidentally the worst flight I've ever had, and if you ever are in Australia, or you're a, you are an Australian, and I'm in Australia. Okay, cool. And if I can use any of my power as an influencer whatsoever, never, ever, 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 ever fly Jetstar because they are shite. They are yeah. an absolute joke. Uh, we got a text at uh, just for eight thirty on uh, Monday night saying, your gate is now open and ready for boarding and boarding will close at 8.55 sharp. We didn't even get on the plane till 9.30. <laughs> oh, man. We sat there for hours. Yeah. And then we you went... Had some, you had shenanigans with them changing flights on the way down too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. They cancelled our flight out Thursday yeah. night. So they bumped us to the first flight at like 6am Friday morning. Um, and there were yeah, but, of that. I believe what's happened in Australia is um, airlines have forgotten how to fly people around. Mm, go, yeah. Oh, shit. How do we do it again? Because yeah. uh, they're allowed to now, and they're like, I wish we hadn't sacked all those people. Mm. Well, they don't think that. They think, wow, I got a fantastic bonus as an executive. Um, but, you know, <laughs> where's all the staff gone? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think the uh, I think Alan Joyce, the highest-paid executive in Australia... Mm. Um, complained about it on uh, a, f- a couple of weeks ago and said it was the fault of the customers because they've not organised. So, well, maybe it's you've only got three gates open to check people in where yeah. there's 12 gates there. Yeah. And you pious paid bastard who got... Anyway, sorry. I love the constant victim blaming from these people. Um, yeah, yeah. Like when they, they urgently had to open another gate for a flight to Sydney... Um, and they said, now, there is a curfew at Sydney Airport that we have to abide by, so you all have to get your boarding passes out as soon as possible, you know, get get them scanned, get on the plane, check your baggage as soon as you possibly can. And it's like, mm. you're the plane that's running late. So anyway, yeah, we yeah. were we were airborne at five past ten. So yeah. by the time we landed back in Brisbane, got our luggage, got back into the car, uh, which we'd parked at the airport for the weekend, and got home, it was 1am. On Wednesday. <laughs> oh. Yes, on Tuesday. <laughs> Close enough. So yeah, That's terrible, Mike. I'm it sorry is terrible, and it. Jetstar can... Um, oh, I'm going to keep it clean, because there are possibly children listening. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... And w- we, we are still chasing that Jetstar sponsorship. <laughs> Not anymore. Put my foot down. No. No. Anyone <laughs> but... The, I would rather fly Rex Airlines. Because they do better Ooh. service, and they're a small. I, I flew, I flew Rex once, and you know how like they bring out snacks. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, before we got on the plane, the pilot got out and he looked at us all and he went, "Okay, <laughs> you, you sit there. You, you sit there. Oh no. And you sit there. I want your bag there, and I want oh. your bag there, because <laughs> it was like, you know, eight seats to Newcastle, and uh. then um, you know, when the snacks came out, the flight attendant. Well, what do we call them? Flight attendant? That's yeah, 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 yeah. Good. It's it's the woke way to say it. I'm happy. Yep. Um, uh, she she basically sat down next to me with a basket and said, "What would you like?" <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. Uh, like those those two biscuits in a little plastic bag. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's there wasn't much else. 
yeah, that is service. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Okay. Um, if you want to fly to Newcastle, I don't recommend it. <laughs> Unless it's a full flight, and that way you're not getting trouble. Yeah, well, now. no, it's just no. Newcastle is a destination. It's like um, you know, you know, every other city in Australia mm. actually has a city centre. Uh-huh. Newcastle, that's forgot to make it. Oh. So, yeah, it's all you know. It, it's just there's nothing there. Right. Like uh, if you want to have fun in Newcastle, you you go to. to you know, the suburbs, big shopping centres and stuff like that. Oh. If you're in the city, you're, you know, you're lucky if you can do anything other than find a 7-Eleven and get a tattoo, and that's about it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, car- look, car- are we done? Oh, I, I think so, week? otherwise it's going to turn okay. into a Gary Show episode. Yeah. Well, that's no, what we're well, here for. It is, a, it is a bit, isn't it? Um, all right, so I thought it'd be fun to have a new segment today, and it's called... Woo woo! The sushi train! <laughs> so, um, you interested in how this works, Mike? I am, and thank you for making that sound because I was going to have to look up, you know, <laughs> a train sound, download it, and edit it into the show. You've saved me a ton of work, sir. Thank you. Anyway, explain away. Okay, so uh, recently uh, a member of my family has been getting some uh, psychological counselling or, you know, therapy or something. And the therapist had this amazing idea, which was basically, you take your problems and you put them on the sushi train. And I immediately went, oh, I see a problem with this solution. Do you see a problem with this solution, Mike? That the sushi train is on one track that comes back around eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! So your only hope, Maisie, is, is if someone likes your problem and takes it off. <laughs> and then you, you might be able to pick their problem and go, okay, that suits me. So, oh, good. You know, I be, yeah. So, Mike, is there any problem you'd like to put on the sushi train? None that I can think of at the moment. <laughs> um, other than that, there's not a Doom Patrol book on the shelves, if I'm trying mm. to keep this on some sort of track, if you'll pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's right, put, it, put it on, put that, it on the sushi train. That's on the wave train. goodbye to it, Mike. See you later, hopes that's, and dreams of a Doom Patrol book. Okay, so off it goes on the sushi train. And it's coming back around, oh, it's coming back around, Mike. Oh, um, here it is again. It's like <laughs> would I'm you full, like to pick, Would like you like I'm, to pick it up? I'll pick it up and I'll be waiting for Doom still. <laughs> yes. Yeah, embrace that problem, Mike, because it's 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 never going to go away. <laughs> it's going to keep coming back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's it. Oh, well, did you understand how that worked? I I did. Is there? I feel like I should ask. Is there anything you wish to put upon the sushi train? Um, I'd like to put on the sushi train how how terrible Marvel comics are in paper quality at the moment. So. <laughs> paper quality. That too. Paper quality. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yes. Oh, the... fuck those X-Men. Sorry, yeah? Yeah. Oh, come, don't be like that. Some of them are good, but they're printed on, basically, you know how when you get some, you know, two-ply, you know, tissues, like crepe paper or something? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, yeah, uh, something you'd wrap some dried flowers in, perhaps. Mm. Basically, the paper is, if they got that, and they split it in half. Right. <laughs> and then they made two two sheets, and they printed a, a cover on it. 
and said, here you go. So, you know, it, it's fantastic as long as you don't look at it or touch it. So, What if you're, what if you're reading it um, with a light behind you? Can you see the other page, the other side of the page, through the page you're trying to read? And then does you it catch practi- fire? You can practically see the back cover from the front cover. Oh it's getting God. that bad. <laughs> yes. I, I must anyway. admit, I did see the picture that you put up online on the Twitters, and I noticed that um, whilst I was reading, um, actually got in uh, the Kickstarter mailbag uh, issues one and two of Chris Sabella and Co's Christopher Sabella and Co's sorry um, new comic Foul Brood uh, about crime meaning beekeeping and he's some of this research and it's fascinating and it's a really good story yeah. but the paper quality on that mwah, chef's kiss it's yeah. thick sturdy stuff it's good yeah, quality well, that, stuff. I mean that's because you know Christopher Sabella has to you know stake his reputation on that mm. whereas Marvel doesn't stake their reputation on anything <laughs> <so>. anyway <laughs> yeah. Marvel so, like uh, you'll pay top dollar for this comic on the shittiest paper we can find and you'll like it and you'll enjoy it and you'll be back month after month even when we renumber it from the start all over again yeah yeah and uh, yeah so i'm gonna put this i'm gonna put this problem on the sushi train okay see ya yep round again woo woo yep (laughs) golly it's quite a fancy sushi you've really got the hang of this mike you understand how it works hey hey paul look look Uh, what's coming around the corner mike and the mechanics are all clear to you you bastard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, 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 look what's coming around the corner oh, uh, Look what's coming around the bend I don't know, all I need is a miracle um, Oh, you, I will tra- I will drive down there and <laughs> slap you I don't care how far the drive is I spent the majority of my weekend in Melbourne Driving all over the countryside like a bloody Leyland brother Yeah Friends that are in heard- Australia looked that up And I will slap you <laughs> But look I saw what's... you complaining about a, a seven. I saw you complaining about a seven-hour drive, and I thought, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I knew you. Would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike. <laughs> look, your problems right, come right back. Look, look what's pulling up at the sushi oh. train station. Oh, it's back. It's your Marvel oh, okay, okay. paper quality issues. Well, I, I will still want to read some Marvel comics, and okay. I will probably buy some because I want to sell them at some point as well. Oh. So, and my son is very into Spider-Man, so occasionally I have to buy him one too. Oh. So, all right, come come to my bosom, beloved problem. I accept you back. <laughs> wow, this new segment. Um, um, yeah, it's um, it's common. I mean, a, a lot of podcasts are doing this. So, are they? You know, we just. Uh, <laughs> One of many doing it, so... Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, Mike, 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 Mike. Yes, Paul? Mike, what's... What, what is that ticking? That is, thank God, not the train <laughs> coming around the track, <laughs> but it is the Doom Clock. Thank goodness, we're back on something Doom Patrol related. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, dearie me. <laughs> Good Lord, that's... That's a very... Silly segment. <laughs> okay. So, mm. as we look upon the face of the mighty Jim clock, we can see that it's been just on 93 weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue 7 of Doom Patrol Way to the Worlds, which we discussed in episode 161 from July of 2020. The next at this stage. At this stage. Oh, yes. no, that's, that's a wrong, wrong place to say that, isn't it? It was a ruse. Um, 
The next appearance of the Patrol is in issue two of World's Finest. Sorry, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, Feet, the Doom Patrol, or Bizwiff. Bizwiff. Which we will be discussing in just a few moments, if we ever get there, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> uh, issue three of World's Finest, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, or Bizwiff, uh, should be on the shelves on May 17th of 2020, and should feature more Doom Patrol goodness. But now, heading straight along... Paul, are you ready for the This Week in Doom Patrol History guessing game? Is it Bizwift 2? It is not Bizwift 2. Bugger. You're lucky that no. one doesn't count. I'm, I'm going to roll the eight-sided die of Doom. Are you yeah. rolling it there? I have rolled it, and you have scored five guesses. Five guesses? I can do that. Okay. Um, question the first. Question the first. I... Uh, is it written by Paul Kupperberg? It is not written by Paul Kupperberg. Uh, okay. Is it uh, written by somebody who has deceased, departed? It is written by someone who has <sighs> deceased or departed or an ex-Doom Patrol member. No longer on this mortal coil. He is an expired okay. Doom Patrol writer. <laughs> so, can you tell I've been watching a fair bit of Monty Python lately? Question the third... <laughs> This sounds like you've been to uni in the 80s. Um, okay. Because <laughs> hey, I was a fucking well, that... child prodigy. Anyway, question oh, of the third. that's right. So you're young, aren't you? I Sorry. Am. I am. I okay. Am. All right. Uh, is it my, uh, my Greatest Adventure or is it a Doom, is it a Doom Patrol? It is a My Greatest Adventure. <gasps> okay. Question of the fourth. Okay. Um, is it the one I'm thinking of? Um, I'll say yes, it is the one that <laughs> no, you're thinking right, of. I'll give, Question I'll, the fifth. No, no, you I don't, don't trust five. you. No, no. I don't trust you. Hey, I'm the one trusting you that you're thinking of the one that you're thinking of. Ah, oh, come on. Is it My Greatest Adventure 81? I'm going to make that question four, because your previous question four was just silly. Okay? So it is not My Greatest Adventure 81. This is now your fifth and final question. Well, we can't wait. Hey, ho, ho. Hey, that, no. Just get on with Can it. we tweak that question? And no, no. I've You've asked. I have answered. You are now on your fifth and final question. Why are you like this? <laughs> well, see, it stems from a long-standing association <laughs> with drugs. No, even, anyway. Okay. Uh, is it... I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say it's Microsoft Adventure 80... It is not My Greatest Adventure 84. <sighs> okay, Mike, what is it more? Whatever. Going on sale. Don't tell, don't, don't tell me what it is. Let's not even bother. Okay, so should on. I... J- <laughs> no, you take your headphones off. I'll tell the audience what it was, and then I'll text you uh, when I'm finished, and we can go from there. No? Sorry, I've, so- taken head- I've taken my headphones off. I can't hear you. <laughs> Going on sale for US 12 cents on April 18th of 1963, with the cover date of June of that year, was My Greatest Adventure 80, the very first appearance of the Doom Patrol. 
I think I said that. No, you said 81. Oh. You are very no close. You would le- no wonder you wouldn't let me do a higher or lower. <laughs> <sighs> yes, this week is the 59th anniversary of the comic that first introduced us to the Doom Patrol. Thanks to Arnold Drake, Bruno Premiani, Bob Haney and Murray Boltonoff, we learnt the origins of the patrol as Niles Calder, the Chief, brought together the superpowered misfits Cliff Steele, Rita Farr and Larry Trainer to stop General Immortus from obtaining a super weapon within a crashed alien spaceship. We covered this issue all the way back in episode 5 from January of 2015. Good lord, that makes me feel old. Wow. And you can find that episode over in the Doom dossier <laughs> for Volume 1 at waitingfordoom.com, and that is it for the Doom Clock this week. Sorry, Paul, did you want to that... say more about about that? No, I, was, I mean, I think we... I think I remember doing the script for that one. It was on papyrus or a, a wall or something. <laughs> it was quite some time ago, wasn't it, Mike? It was, it was. You, yeah. um, you, you chiseled the stone tablet quite neatly uh, for that one. <laughs> I've still got some of the dust around here somewhere. Um, you know, I, I, I can't better part with it. But yeah, that was that was because um, we launched pretty much like New Year's Eve of um, at the end of 2014. So, and it's interesting in that we were kind of still finding our way with the show because. Uh, obviously, that we, was after- we were. I was an incompetent gibbon. <laughs> I remember the. I remember the night before. I could barely sleep. I was that excited about Where? recording and you know, so becoming awesome. becoming a podcaster. Yes, and you know, I've now in the podcasting academy. I'm a card carrying member. There's I an academy. To, um, we get cards. Yeah. Oh, um, Mine oh, have you been in the podcasting lounge at Melbourne Airport? Um, no, I was not aware of such a thing. Oh. Mine must still be coming in the mail, you know, no. eight years later. You were never briefed properly. No. Okay. No. Um, but yes, because we were still fighting away, because I think you wanted to, to sort of jump around a bit, and I wanted us to go chronologically. So we did a first, our first few episodes. You wanted to index. Classic index. I love a classic index show. I love love the idea of it. Do you? I do. I do. If I ever get round okay. to doing my Detective Comics um, podcast, you're all in trouble. Because <laughs> that's going to be an index show. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, our first couple of... Like, we did one very early episode was all dedicated to the Beard Hunter issue, because that's your favourite all-time issue yes. from Volume 2. And then by Episode 5, we finally got to the classic 60s stuff. So... But we mixed it up. I mean, yeah, that's one of the lovely <laughs> things about the Doom Patrol is the the variety, mm. the the different text, textures and smells of the Doom Patrol, and yes. you know you can sample. It's a potpourri. It's like a it's like a sushi train. You can pick which one you want, um, and you don't want to have the same one. You don't want to have you know fourteen things on the sushi train that are exactly the same. Like no. yeah, imagine you walked into the sushi bar. Mm-hmm. Is it a bar? I don't know. It could be a bar. It's yeah. um and there's little track, tracks there, and just you get fifteen. Sushi trains come around with a sausage on them. So, it's, not, it's you know, I like a sausage, you like a sausage, but we don't like that many sausages in a row. So you're saying you don't like a sausage fest? <laughs> I do not. That's fair I enough. Some, some people do, others do not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, there are many different flavours and, and textures and smells and sights to the Doom Patrol. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm still amazed that they have a TV series, to be honest. It's it's it is amazing. Yeah, and it, it's 
pretty much all we hear about these days because they don't mention new Doom Patrol comics ever. No. Um, no. Huh. All right. Let's get out of this. Play a promo, Mike. Okay. Imagine a podcast that celebrates the things we love. Why spend time being so angry and cynical about our fandoms? Join me, the Irredeemable Shag, for a show where we're just trying to be happy. The Once Upon a Geek Podcast. Our discussions focus on a variety of geeky subjects that we're passionate about. While the topics will be ever-changing, our focus will be on science fiction, comic books, what it means to be a geek in this world, and other nostalgia-fueled ideas. Life is short. Focus on the positive. Find your joy. The Once Upon a Geek Podcast, part of the Fire & Water Podcast Network. And now it is time for Doom Splaining, where we explain something to do with the Doom Patrol, oddly enough. And this week, Paul is going to take us through the awesome comic that is Batman Superman World's Finest, or Bizwiff, issue two, which came out this week. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to give you a little recap, so you're not, you're not lost. You can cope with what's there. Sorry, I've got to move. I've got 14 computer monitors in front of me. I've got to move one closer. 14? Okay. Jeez. I may or may not be exaggerating. It was a ruse. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Um, all right. So previously, yeah, when I say previously, I'm referring to Bizwith number one, which came out last time we did an episode of Waiting for Doom. Yes, last well, month. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we read it and then we did. It, we, we, it's, you've got it. Everyone's yep. read it. Okay. Yep. I've cool. read it. You've read it. Thanks. Okay. Uh, previously, Batman and Superman were attacked by a selection of enemies at the behest of a secret foe. This attack left Superman dying due to a red kryptonite cocktail injection. Uh, with scant time to save him, Batman called on the mad scientist skills of Niles Calder, head of the Doom Patrol. Now read on. That's what I wrote. Um, <laughs> so uh, this episode, uh, issue, this issue, so episode... Well, it's an episode of a podcast about an issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I myself have issues, and you have issues, and we put them on the sushi drain and couldn't get rid of them. Get on with it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This is called The Devil Neza, Chapter 2, The Devil Himself. So I think it's clear to see that that's what the trade's going to be called, The Devil Neza. So, Mm. yeah, we're probably going to get six issues to make up this story. Anyway, sorry, I'm off track already. Okay, here we go. Uh, the chief cuts Superman open with a glowing green scalpel, but the news is not good. The special K, I'm calling it a special K, but it's not serial. Okay? Okay. Okay, great. Uh, has spread through Superman's bloodstream. Do you concur, Mike? I do. This is exactly what's happened on the page. Yes. Fantastic. Great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> with no time for a full transfusion, Batman suggests a deliberate ploy, asking Negative Man to release his negative energy and zoom the length of Superman's circulatory system and use his radiation to alter the Special K into something uh, less dangerous and more healthy. Uh, do you concur, Mike, that that's mm-hmm. what happens? Yes, you're doing well so far. I like it. I like it. Could, could you say, I concur, so we're professional? I concur, Dr. Hicks. Mm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> With only a minute to complete his mission, because uh, Larry only has a minute as an energy being, because we've returned to that classic... Um, it's not a trope, it's a, a feature 
a feature of the Doom Patrol Classic. Anyway, uh, with only a minute to complete his mission, a micro-sized energy Larry traces a path through the 60,000 miles of veins in Superman's body. Uh, it's not measured, but Batman says it's 60,000 miles, and Batman tends to know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, Superman, I concur. Yes. I didn't ask you. As Superman screams in pain, Batman stands by his side, remembering his friend's capacity to never give up and never lose hope. Do you concur, Mike? I concur, Paul. Good. Uh, Larry's energy completes the mission with a womb, and uh, the energy returns to Larry. Superman lies still for a moment, and then quietly asks, what What was that? Uh, Batman smiles, and the sight creeps Rita out. Uh, do you concur, Mike? I do. She asks Robin, is Batman smiling? And Robin says, it happens. And then she replies, and you accuse us of looking spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent concurrence there, Mike. Uh, later in the sitting room of Calder Mansion, the heroes sit. Do you concur, Mike? I concur. They are indeed sitting. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> Most of them are sitting. Get on with it. No! Like, half of them don't have seats. It's a terrible sitting room. There's not enough chairs. All right, you write a letter to DC Comics and you tell them that. And get that off your... Hey, no, 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 don't write them a letter. Put it on the sushi train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, sorry. Oh, I'm going to carry on with this because uh, yeah, you've let me down. Um, <laughs> Niles, Niles the Chief tells them that Doom Troll recently liberated an ancient Chinese sword from a madman named Zal. Uh, callback. Mm, <laughs> nice. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, Niles explains that the sword is tied to the legend of Neza, and the team explain the team explain the facts behind the legend. Um, Mike, do you want to uh, cover this little section? Do I ever? The legend of Neza, the sword uncovered. Go. Shut up! It's my bit. Sorry, You're ruining my Sorry. moment. Why are you like this? A bit. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, my bits are in the spotlight. Wait, no, that sounds really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> also, title of a sex tape. Anyway, The Legend of Nezhar. The sword uncovered by our heroes originally belonged to Nezhar, son of China's most powerful warlord, Li Jing. For all his power, Li Jing couldn't save his son from dying in battle, and so he ordered that Nezhar's body be preserved whilst the warlord travelled the known world, seeking a way to resurrect his lost son. After abandoning his throne and threatening, extorting and torturing hundreds of wise men and spending all of his vast fortune, Li Jing's quest was fruitless and he was reduced to servitude, hoping to gain the favour of the reputed magician who was now his master. But many years passed before the magician finally showed mercy to the now aged and decrepit Li Jing, rewarding him with the knowledge to create an of eternal life. Finally, after all this time, Li Jing returned to his son's tomb and administered the liquid, pouring it over the preserved body of his son. Sure enough, the elixir worked. Nezhar came back to life, saw his father's tear-stained face, heard his tragic story of sacrifice, and exploded in a rage. What have you done, you stupid old man, he roared. We commanded the world. Now you whimper and cower, obedient to others. We had untold riches. Now we are paupers. 
All I ever wished for was your respect, and now I see how worthless it is. May I never be like you. And with that, Nezhar grabbed his sword and beheaded his father. Using the lessons he'd learned from his father, the reborn Nezhar set out to rebuild what was lost with an eye towards ruling the known world. His army grew to twice the size of the one he'd known. His fortune five times that, but it still was not enough. Nezhar embraced mysticism, adorned himself with magical weapons, and set out to conquer all, striking down his foes with such cruelty that he became known as the Devil Nezhar. How was that? <laughs> wow. Wow. See, I put my bits I'm, in the spotlight I'm... and I can perform. Wait, no, that sounds yeah. still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Thank you, thank you. The Oscar is yours. Oh, finally. Yeah. Um, okay, just don't slap anyone. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, so Superman, after hearing the story, Superman surmises that they may not be the only heroes being attacked by enemies tasked by the devil Neza or his acolytes. And uh, Niles is able to confirm this and leads the hero to his monitoring room. Uh, lots of monitors in the monitoring room. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, so on the Chief's collection of monitors, we see at least three monitors. Uh, we see uh, the supervillain, Felix Faust, who is attacking some boy near Philadelphia. On the streets of Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> what? Did you say Philadelphia? No, no, you misheard me. I said Philadelphia. I was right. referencing the, um, the Imagine song. if they came up with, with a hero in Philadelphia, and that was his, you know, mild-mannered alter ego. Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, golly. You should... Well, that's, that's a gold idea. That's money. <laughs> sorry, continue. No, all right, sorry. Uh, someone's going to listen to that and steal this idea and we're going to be crying. Son of a bitch. Yeah. You heard it here first. We are yeah. influencers. It came from us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. The Flash is on another monitor and Wonder Woman is on yet another. They're being attacked by unseen foes, so we don't really know what's going on, but that will hopefully be revealed in subsequent issues of the comic or maybe next issue. Who knows? I'm not, not sure mm. the entire story structure at this point, not being um, prescient or... You know, having future sight. Um, anyway, Mark well, Wade has not returned our calls. Mark, Mark Wade, you know, famous anti-vaxer and just rude, won't <laughs> won't return our calls. Uh, yes. Um, so, uh, but uh, Batman is taken aback by the Chief's routine surveillance, though Niles prefers to think of it as monitoring allies and threats. Oh, mm. Niles, your mm. relationship to ethics and morality is always a little bit iffy. You know, yeah, and yet, pretty sure Batman kind of does similar stuff. Hello, brother I. Ah, you know. Is this in continuity, though? Because, I mean, this is a kind of reset in continuity, and it's a reshaping, and I'm not really sure where it is, because um, we, we've got, like, uh, in this issue, they reveal... Uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. You, get, you get to that. I'll get to that. Anyway, um, Batman declares they best split up to protect their heroic colleagues, while Robin undertakes a mission back in time to learn how the House of G defeated Neza uh, the, um, back then. Uh, the how of time travel is solved by Superman calling in his cousin, Supergirl. Uh, Robin and Kara greet each other frostily. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you want to concur? Uh, I'm, I'm sort of out of concurring now. 
I concur that it's very chilly between yeah, the yeah. two of them. Yes. The concurring bit, I mean, it fitted well when we were dealing with surgery at the start because it was very medical. Um, and Frack and Ange can probably, you know, give us a big tick on that because I think we really nailed, yeah. nailed the, Look, uh, sh- the medical experts. Yeah. The profession, we've really encapsulated it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We're, we're, we're pretty much doctors now. You know, we can... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need surgery done? Come see Paul or I, you know? Because yeah. we concur. We concur yeah. with the best of them. Yeah. Doctor, doctor, Do give concur? me the news. I've got a bad case of podcasting with you. Um. <laughs> Get on with it. All right, sorry. Mm. Uh, as, do you like that? A little sound effect to indicate the passage of time. When I encourage you to get on with it, <laughs> making silly noises is not exactly what I mean. Paul's got a Paul, Mike. Paul's got a Paul. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hey, that's my bit. Um, as the two teens head towards their destination, they argue about a series of mishaps and misbehaviours from an unsuccessful date they went on. Uh, floop, Supergirl, Flupergirl, Supergirl flies... Flupergirl. Supergirl flies them through a time barrier breach as her supervision tracks a tachyon trail, which allows her to fly back through the entire history of the sword. Comic book science there, Mike, I'd say. Definitely, yes. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Arriving at the right point of time in long-ago China, they are immediately attacked by the (laughs) superpowered members of the House of G. The sword Robin holds misidentifies them as part of Neza's forces. Whoops. Uh oh. Uh oh. Meanwhile, Batman and Superman arrive at the Fawcett neighborhood near Philadelphia. So, it's Fawcett City is no longer a city. I guess it's just part of Philadelphia. What the? Why that change? Anyway, um, where that boy wearing a red sweater is under attack from the Felix from Felix. I wrote the Felix Faust, but I think that's just a typo on my part, which I I did right. at some point. Out, but. Uh, Okay, I'm going to gloss over it and no one will notice. Um, wielding a staff, I mean a stick. I don't mean he has um, people working for him at this point. Uh, the wizard yep. the wizard has sealed the boy Billy Batson's mouth to prevent him from speaking anything, which is so horrifying. Imagine having your mouth sealed over. Mm, just, that's Yeah, that's gross. We'd just and, be beard. Yeah. <laughs> be disturbing. <laughs> We just need a little yep. nose mask. We wouldn't need a full face mask, just one for the nose. Um, maybe there's something to that. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, Superman whisks the child away from the villain as Batman attacks. The heroes decide to take away Faust's staff, uh, his stick, not his people working for him. Um, uh-huh. you know. uh, so they're not a henchman or anything like that. Just want everyone yeah, to we get it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Cool. If, if cool. someone's confused, just contact Mike. He'll explain it. No, we concur. Just move it along. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, they take away his staff, not stick, but he binds them with magic bindings, and then he makes a, a shield to stop them attacking him with batarangs and the like. Um, Superman doesn't have batarangs. He he does. He has no rings. Um, he doesn't have a. Um, wow, maybe if Superman had a utility belt, what would anyway? Mike, um, focus. Why would he need one? Yeah, I don't know. He wouldn't. It's a silly idea, Mike. It is, Paul. Please, for the love of God, get on with it. Is, this, is it taking too long, Mike? Anyway, um, 
Batman gives Superman a hint of a solution, and this starts him issuing an infrasound whistle with his lips, not with a whistle, uh, which disrupts Faust's equilibrium. I nailed saying that. Uh, causing him to drop his stick. Mm. Uh, now that the whiffs have the upper hand, they begin to force the wizard to restore Billy's mouth. But Felix Faust has tricked them into thinking his powers were dependent on his stick. Um, in actual fact, the devil Nezar has imbued him with power to send his enemies to eternal damnation in hell, which is where Billy Batson, Superman, and Batman suddenly find themselves. <gasps> Mike, do you concur? I concur. <laughs> wow. They are indeed in, in hell. Yes, there are <laughs> demons and monsters and uh, fire and brimstone all around our heroes and young Billy Batson. Brimstone left the Firestorm villain. Fire, as in yep. Justice League. Yep, yep, they're Fire there too. Brim- they should a- have dated. That would have been... Oh, wow. That would be a terrific... Look, stop giving away ideas. Fire and Brimstone. Okay. Featuring Philip Delphia. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, Paul, what are your thoughts? What's your vibe? On issue two of Bizwiff. Um, I, 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 my immediate thought was not enough Doom Patrol, but gee, this paper quality is good. Um, yeah, I, that's what it I thought. Be hard. Yeah, so yeah. I, I did. I, I actually liked it more on the second read. The first read, I thought, wow, it's getting lots of you know mythology and you know exposition um, and, and stuff like that. But I, I'm down with it now, and I, I'm, I'm just wondering, where do you do you think uh, the Devil Neza is going to be a, a major player in? player in the sorry just, i went i went there um in the dc universe from now on do you think do you think this is the start of something i, 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 I was thinking that and i was thinking because mark wade i don't i think of him as the thing the strength of him is uh good really good character work and creative use of powers and we see that here with you know and micro little energy larry zooming through superman, uh, superman's yeah body. yeah um want to point out i think their uh, um blood goes to the penis I'm just anyway um <laughs> yep yep i could <laughs> go blood does indeed go down there yeah larry's never going to talk about that <laughs> anyway um i've lost it where was but- i <laughs> <laughs> we have gone very silly this episode. It's it's almost like we haven't talked in about a month, mm-hmm. and we're catching up, and we're just having verbal word salad. Yeah, just spewing forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of Dick, it's confirmed that the the Robin in long pants is Dick Grayson. So, right. Yeah, which I didn't see coming. I thought it was going to be Tim. Tim, because he, I think he even had the bow staff. The not. A stick. <laughs> Not star from some place called Bow. <laughs> Bow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, isn't the English language difficult? Um, so no, I liked it. I liked it, Mike. I, I liked it more on the second read. I I really enjoyed the creativity, um, and I thought, wow, is this is the devil Nezar going to be? a big thing forever or is he going to be just a big thing for the next six, six issues and I, I think I can determine the shape of this story is is it's going to it's 
it's a bit like the old Raven the Ball, Bolt, not Bald. <laughs> it's not about Alex Luthor. Um, are there many bald heroes? Um, uh, um, Metamorpho, he's bald. Um, Professor Xavier, but he's Marvel. Oh, yeah, no, he doesn't count in the DC. He can't no. have Raven the Bald with the Marvel Universe. No, don't be stupid. Okay, well, I'm glad we <laughs> sorted out the parameters. Um, oh, Spider, what's it? Spider Jerusalem? Okay, well, he's Vertigo. Or was Vertigo. I don't know. He's still, probably Black still... He's Black Label now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, so... All right, all right. Oh, God. Yeah, no, they have to figure out some comic book science to bring him into it. Oh, okay. no. Oh, that'll never happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, it was like the George Perez, uh, Mark Wade, Brave and the Bold, where they would, you know, basically, heroes would team up and then the story, plot would move on and different heroes would be forced to team up to further the plot. And it was fairly clever. Yes. But this one actually has, I mean, it's got whiff at the centre of it all. Um, yes. Buzz, and and buzz that's fine. I, I think <laughs> it's got biz as the whiff, feet, other people, such as the Doom Troll. And yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. If this, becomes, if this becomes an anthology series, which, you, you know, um, Clark and, and Bruce are centre stage, and they have a supporting cast for each different story, I'm well and truly down for that. I think, I, I love a good DC anthology. If this is what our newest one is, so be it. I am looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, so I think next issue we can count on... Um... Assuming they get out of hell, we're going to see some Billy Batson action, mm-hmm. uh, Shazam, or Captain yep. Marvel, as he he's known in my uh, headcanon, uh, father headcanons. Nice. Yep. Um, and I think we're going to see some Flash and Wonder Woman coming up as well. Um, and yeah. Doom, and you know, hopefully there'll be a few more surprises. But I was I was uh, sort of mildly chuffed, just vaguely interested in the fact that the Doom Patrol weren't sort of written out at this point. I, I was half expecting them to be done with the adventure at this point and you know Superman to you know wander off and say thanks for fixing me now piss off um, but he didn't uh, so yeah the, the fact that they've been told to go and uh, where were they, where did they sent? I'm going to look at my notes so they were sent to they were sent to go and look for Neza Neza they're, they're on the Neza hunt they're on the Neza yes. trail they've gone to yes. the Neza district to check out the Nezas um, right no, you want the you want the other the other side of the river for the proper Nezzet district. This is the one for tourists, the real one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was good. Um, that's all we've got time for. Thanks, Mike. Bye. No, uh, sorry. What did you think, Mike? What, wh- I really enjoyed this. Um, I I love the I love the fact that it's got humour in it. Uh, the whole thing with Kara and and Dick. Being very frosty, and then as they're flying along, you know, they're they're rehashing um, basically an awful experience together, yeah. <laughs> and arguing, and then they go, "Shut up, let's remain professional." Um, the fact uh, there's a tiny, tiny scene where um, Robin basically says, "Oh, yeah, sorry, I left my my bat time traveling device in my other <laughs> suit," <laughs> and and negative man's like, "Wait, do you really have her?" And Robin just goes, "No, no, we don't." <laughs> Yeah, no. Just, just little moments of humour like that. Very I really enjoy. As amusing. for, as for Neza being a continuing hero, it'd be cool to see, um, uh, a, um, you know, a villain from sort of Asian mysticism um, uh, appearing because I, I guess we always have, you know, 
evil techno guys or evil aliens from other planets or, you know, but something that's kind of rooted in the real world because, you know me, I love doing a bit of research, Nezha actually is from real world Chinese uh, folk religion. Oh, get out of town. Uh, I, I kid you not. And his father in, in folklore was actually named uh, Li Jing. What? So, uh, yeah, I kid you not. Uh, Nezha is a protection deity in Chinese folk religion. His official Taoist name is Marshal of the Central Altar. Um, and he was then given the title Third Lotus Prince. There have been movies made about him. Wow. Uh, apparently, in one folk tale, he um, at first fought against the Monkey King. <laughs> Um, as part of the whole journey to the West thing, but then they became allies later on. Yeah, if if you look up, see, at first I thought, oh, I'll, I, I wonder if Nezha is like a, an anagram for something, and I found uh, that there is a word, Hazen, uh, which is a Dutch uh, gender neutral name given to to children, um, which means something like uh, I'd have to look it up again, but it's. Not, it's it's like a very nice name, but then I looked up. Hang on, be serious, Mike. Neza, is that an actual thing? And, and it is. It wow. really is. So if if you look up Neza, you'll learn lots. There, there have been like movies made about him. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, he's he's like one of the most popular beings in in. Um, yeah, yeah. There was there's been like uh, live action films of him as well. Um, computer animated films. Um, He's been in video games. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I, I kid you not. Look, go online, look up Nezha wow. uh, as, as the deity. You'll find a whole heap of stuff. But to have him turn into a villain yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Um, and as to whether he will be a persistent villain, maybe, but we kind of need to see what he's capable of and how much of a threat he is. Yeah, yeah. And how well that goes over. Wow, wow. I wonder um, if this will ever connect with the, the Monkey Prince comic. I was wondering that as well. It might I, I wondered it first uh, out loud. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> wondering on my coattails. Um, okay. Right. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a gorgeous comic. I love the fact that when they go into the whole um, folklore history, the, the patrol... Uh, telling how the art style changes a little bit, um, so that it ends up actually looking like the art on the scroll of um, the House of G that the the, scrolls, scrolls the, the Marvel, chief mate. is holding. Scrolls of Marvel. Oh my God! Um, scroll S C R O double L, not S K R U double L. Shitty paper treatment. So I'm very intrigued by the Devil Nezha. I love the fact that. Um, it's kind of got that Silver Age wackiness where all the heroes get together, then they've got to split up and take on different tasks to try and save the day. I'm loving that. Um, it's a gorgeous, well-written comic, and I'm very excited um, for the next issue. And hopefully the patrol will feature more on this, but it was cool that, um, you know, they helped cure Superman yeah. and that they were able to... Uh, I'm kind of curious as to what set them off on their journey to find the Sword of Neza to begin with. Yeah. There has to have been some well, Zal had trigger, it. but Zal is—he uh, was—he was the true, guy who blew yes. them up, wasn't he? He killed them at Cotswold. Yes, he was. So yeah. uh, I'm assuming that in the nebulous, fuzzy wuzzy DC universe history, this is taking place before the Doom Patrol die. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but Mark yes. Wade is sort of shifting that out of the Silver Age, so we've got Long Pants Dick and uh, Kara and stuff like that. So and. Really, but like uh, Captain Marvel wasn't part of the DC universe back then, I believe. Uh, 
So yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting. It's it's. I mean, I you can see why he's setting it back in time a bit because um you know it'd be stupid to start a comic called Bizwiff or Batman Superman World's Finest as other people have come to call it over the years um, when they're about to die in the Justice League comic coming out in a couple of months. Yeah. So that would be dumb. It would so, be. It would be a little bit confusing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Mark Wade being smart's gone. I don't want them all dead because then I'm just left with Feach. Uh, no, not left with anything. You've got no Batman. No. You've just got a couple of um, slashes. Backslashes, forwards. No, forwards. Are they backslashes or forward slashes? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, between like you got Batman slash Superman, so you've just got the comic just becomes called Slash Slash or something. Right. right. Slash Ah. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not an editor. I don't solve these problems. No. But, yeah, but no, Mark Wade did. He went. But I, I want to call out. I want to call out the beautiful art by Dan Mora, and I want to call out mm-hmm. the coloring by Tamra Bond villain. Her, Mm-hmm. Like Rita, those green eyes on Rita. That's oh yeah, best looking Rita I've seen in forever. Uh, I'm loving her Elasta shorts. Elasta short, you know, but you know, classy. There's a little bit of the TV show Rita in there, and mm-hmm. there's a, yes. a Premiani classic Rita, which is I, uh, you know, I think that's the benchmark for Rita. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful and green eyes. You know, she's going to get kidnapped in little, big in little China. Yeah, if she's not careful. <laughs> But then, will she be in Big Trouble in Little China? Or will she become the Big Trouble in Little China? Oh! The the Big Trouble in Little China could be her. (laughs) It could be, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're on fire, this. I mean, you've brought the research, you've you've thought about it, you know. Normally, normally I do a podcast, you just sit there in silence, it's really awkward. I, you know, I'm like what do you think and you're like I don't know and uh, you know today you really wow you upped your game you came you, you prepared you I'm impressed Mike who are you finally you after all the real up, Mike you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> finally after eight years I've got your respect yeah. and oh, um temporarily <laughs> son of a bitch oh sorry all right. Now, is there anything else you want to say? Do you, is there any art you wanted to call out? The colours, the art, the picture? Um, it, it, there is not a bad page in this book. Um, there's not a bad line of dialogue. It's got it's action packed. It's got humour. Uh, it's got a little bit of world building. Um, in that there's this mystery event between Kara and Dick, where everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, when Larry is racing through Superman's system, and Batman actually looks worried, and he's uh, basically remembering uh, adventures that they've been on together. Um, you know, there's a scene where um, they're taking on Mongol mm. together. Um, and, you know, Batman's just saying, you know, you don't just do the impossible, you make it look easy. You know, you yeah. pull through, yeah. And they like um, each other. They, they, you know, Batman clearly yes. has the man hots for Superman. Uh, you know, as, as, you know, I don't think it's... It's that. It, I don't think it's in that way, but you know, they're friends. They respect no, each other. They no. dig each other. Yeah. They, they, you know, they go antiquing together. Um, <laughs> I think we've covered that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I like that aspect. You know, this is no, there's none of that. You know, oh, we're gruff and we fight crime together and we respect each other, but we're not friends. You know. Mm. Yeah. You know. That, yeah, you're right. They're, 
Yeah, the, they the, are like, the sort of you know? people who will high-five themselves in space near the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst embiggened. Whilst. And then on weekends, you know, they have the, the old dilemma of, Clark, leave the armoire. It won't fit in the Batmobile. Because um, <laughs> so, Jerry Seinfeld's yeah. in the Batmobile. <laughs> What's the deal with superheroes? <laughs> yes, Jerry, what is their deal? <laughs> anyway, it's a fantastic comic. It's lots of fun. It looks great. It reads great. Um, Does everything it, a comic should awesome do. awesome read. Yes. It's for, like, capes and tights yeah. type adventuring. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good, um, it's not a good uh, um, Jack the Ripper mystery comic. No. Not yet, though, would, I was very surprised when Nezwa beheaded his father, who had given up so much to yeah. save his son. What an I was like, okay, that's a dark turn right. That's uh, a heel he's, turn. He's like, as- Dad, where's my fortune? I'm alive, but you've lost the fortune. Whereas before, I was dead and you were rich. But now, you know, mm. yeah. yeah. He's not going to be happy with that. So that's, I no. would rather so- I was dead and Dad was rich than me. Alive and dad poor. Yeah. And now, you know. Or, which, by dad being poor, by association, I am now also poor and I have nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's, he's clearly used to having all the power. Yeah. Um, in league with his dad, but he's like, dad, you done screwed up. Mm. I'll take it from here. Yeah. Slice. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's, he's got the devil inside. The devil inside. Yeah. Every single one of us. The devil inside. Don't you dare start singing in excess. <laughs> No, I, just no. I, stop it. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, all right, Mike. I'll give no. you what you need. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I think we've doomsplained this. The heck out of this. It's a great comic. Go pick it up if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, and I'm very excited to see what happens next issue. Yeah. Or uh, read it in six months on DCU Infinite. Yeah. Or, you know, 12 months, because it's there now. You, know, you can read the whole mm. story now and listen to us. Yes. It's amazing. Time yeah. Time has no meaning. Time, you know, what is time? <sighs> it's time time to move on to the next part. <laughs> Let's, please. <laughs> right. Okay, now I'm sure that we had a comment from someone somewhere. I think it was Tim. Um, but I don't know where that went or where it came from. Or I'm, d- I'm just looking through because um, we've 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 had we've had adventures. So it says that you're leading doing the lead into this segment. So well, how about you lead into it? Because okay. well, unless you've got something there, no. Well, um, the, I, I thought we could cover just some of the recent feedback. I'm just going to pick and choose and things. So I'm trying to find any of it. Well, we could mention the the Gary feedback or the Flanger feedback because I'm never going to mention that anywhere else. Do that on those shows. We have to do another Gary. Um, What about... Who was it that... Are you dissing... What, what, what? Are you dissing my Flanger? No, I'm saying you can do... I don't don't do feedback on Flanger. When do I thank people? I don't. Well, you can start. 
Yeah. It can start. There okay. are probably some poor souls out there going, why won't Paul read my letter out on Dalek for Flanger? Oh, that's right, because he's a monster. Yeah. Um, so now you can use your powers for good. Yeah. <laughs> so, for instance, if and Tim said about Dalek for Flanger episode 15, Marvel and DC Health Check, if Tim said, oh, wow, this episode was great fun, my hat's off to all the hosts for keeping up with the new comic so well, it made for a delightful listen, thanks, Flangerers, he would, we would never acknowledge that. Is that what you're saying? And if uh, not on this show, no, because yeah, you could and, do that on on, on the face show. And yeah. um, if we heard from you know, I'm editing all this out, right? If we heard from a guy who <laughs> listened to the the Roy Clark. Anyway, that's episode, our show, folks. He said, I, "Thank you very much for this podcast. I'm actually impressed by hearing the origin stories of the Roy Clark method that I've never heard of. I came across RCM on YouTube thanks to another nerd rock band that started with a K, and their songs made me discover two of my favorite sci-fi stories." the HT2G2 trilogy, and Flatland. Um, I still listen to the Roy Clark Method album repeatedly. I'm seriously looking forward to the band's comeback as RCM, God Wave, or whatever. Um, so that feedback wouldn't get a Guernsey. Anyway, that's our show, folks. So if you've got some feedback you'd like to send in for Waiting for Doom, if you've enjoyed this episode, or any of our many, many, many episodes discussing the Doom Patrol... Uh, you can get in touch uh, via waitingfordoom at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on any of the episodes at waitingfordoom.com. If you look for the episodes there. And what have we got coming up next on the feed, Paul? Um, I believe... Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm... i got nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I want to see what happens next in uh, Biz With 3. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yes. Um, I, yep. I think we should do a Gary show at some point, Mike, because... Okay. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. we've got stuff that I need to get off my chest about things yeah. that aren't related to the Doom Patrol. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you. Yeah, uh, we might even need to call in Doctor Herfenstaffner for that because yeah. there's a lot going on there, my friend. And speaking of the Doctor, you know, um, I mean, that, that's the thing with you, Mike. I mean, I feel like I have problems, and you are useless. You never give me any good advice, you know. But Doctor Herfenstaffner, he cares about me. He he is there for me. Um, so when I have my, you know, problems with DC events and taking them too seriously or not taking them too seriously or thinking about them too much or not thinking about them too much, he's there for me and you aren't. So, I don't know. Yeah. Right. That's probably, right. this isn't probably the, something I should say here at this point in the show, but... No, not when we're trying to sign off from yeah. um, waiting for Joe. But, um, but seriously, man, yeah. ser- I love you. I love you, Mike. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Um, so if people love Mike and they want to tell Mike and me, uh, you know, they want to tell Mike, me how much they love Mike, how would they do that, Mike? <laughs> like I said, they can, uh, hit us up at waitingfordoom at gmail.com. They can leave a comment on any of the many episodes at, uh, waitingfordoom.com. They can get in touch with Wilfred, who's at WFTPod on the Twitter. Say hi to Wilfred and Paul and myself. Um, and yeah, maybe drop us some feedback or, you know. Give us a bloody review, you, 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 like. you tightwads. Wow. <laughs> we haven't had a review, review in so long. We, like, yeah. we may as well not have a... We have no digital footprints at all, you know? Mm. We are yeah. just digital stumps out there, digital ankles. <laughs> it's, it's useless. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry. I'm Paul. As always. I'm Paul. I'm off my meds. Yeah. <laughs> As always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be
be a crumb bum. You don't have to and worry we'll about catch you next time. weird, buddy. <laughs> we will catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom. Waiting for Doom. It's so good to be on a break from my hectic, hectic work schedule, to be free of, well, okay, I like to hit my clients, but it's so nice to just get out of the office and stretch my legs and go for a walk around the city. What a beautiful day. Ah, it's lovely. Oh, excuse me, mate. Have you, have you got any uh, DC events? Have you got any, have you got any invasion? Uh, have you got any uh, uh, Genesis? I'm, just... I'm very so sorry. I know I... Wait, Paul? Oh. Paul, is that you? Oh, oh, Dr. Herfin thing. Oh, hello. My gosh, Paul, what has happened to you? Why are you in this gutter here? Oh, I may have had a bit of a relapse and got back on the DC events a bit too hard. Ah, oh, multiple expletives in whatever European country I come from. Good Lord, oh, this means one thing. We have to get you back. Back in the office for more... DC OCD. Oh, excellent. Yes, DC OCD is back, looking at every single DC event from where we dropped off last time. Uh, I don't know where that was, but we're continuing, moving on into the recent years of DC events. So uh, look for it on the Waiting for Doom feed, wherever you see good podcasts and ours. Just when I thought I was out, he drags me back in. <laughs> Hoo-ha! <laughs> <laughs>